That's right. You hear that sound and you are in another Grow Room episode with Chip Baker. This is The Real Dirt with Chip Baker. And on today's Dirt, I once again have Fro from Jive Cannabis. And uh, we're just kind of like hanging out in my new mother room talking about cannabis construction techniques. We're talking about HVAC and fans and lighting and how he built his room and how I built my room and, and how maybe we might do it a little differently in the future. So, uh, hey, if you're interested in growing room construction, I want you to just sit back, roll up the largest joints you can, and join us for another episode of The Real Dirt. All right, man, here we are. What's going on, Chip? Thanks for having me on once again, man. Oh, I know, man. It seems like forever since we had you here at the studios. I know you last time you were here, we just laughed and laughed. Yeah, it's, it's always a good time with you, man. Can't help but to laugh sometimes, you know? Oh, absolutely, man. We, uh, I remember we sampled like so much different weed. It was great. But here, we're over here in my newly constructed multi-purpose grow room. Right now, this is a big mother room. What, 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 what do you think? I think it looks awesome. Uh, how, how many lights you said are in here? Man, I, I got 66 lights in here. You know, 66 is my lucky number. And we've, we've overclocked this room a little bit. It's about uh, 110, 15% more light than we should be running in here. But we're just uh, dimming it down with the Trollmaster. You, you know the Trollmaster. Yeah, Trollmaster is a great product. We use that over at Jive. Yeah, I got mine at Cultivate OKC, and you can get yours at CultivateOKC.com, as a matter of fact. that's why I got mine there. Did you get yours there? I sure did. <laughs> you might have got yours from Cultivate Colorado, even. Uh, no, I think once for Oklahoma, I might originally might have got the ones... Uh Cultivate OKC, that's yeah. right. All right, cool. Well, I love my Trollmaster, and we've got it, these dimmed down to 50%, and that's one of the cool things about it. These are uh, they're 1,000 watt, a Phantom, double-ended, and we have them all linked up daisy chain with a data cable that all goes to the control unit, the Trollmaster control unit, um, and we have it dimmed down to 50%. No, it looks great. What, what you got? That's what uh, the unit starter looks like. You're looking to kind of put them up there. Is that what that is? Yeah, this is the this is the way we like to build grow rooms. You know, uh, with my cultivate OKC and cultivate Colorado, we do we do supply for all this equipment. But our other company, Greener Group, we build grow rooms or advise people on building grow rooms. And and this is the way I like to tell people to do it. Right? It's efficient. It's effective. You do the math of the lights and. And uh, you just mount the lights at one point on the ceiling. We basically build a unistrut frame. And on that unistrut frame, we, we run some conduit, some electrical, but we also hang our lights from it, too. Right. And it, it, it makes it a real sturdy system. It adds a little bit of weight to the roofs, but and it is a little costly. But you can see how easy it is that it just mounts right up to the unistrut. No, it looks great. I mean, uh, it's a super pretty room in here, Chip. I like the way you got it set up a lot. And you said what these are going to be moms that you're going to take clones of to go outside this year? Yeah, it is. It's early May. We're taking clones of all of these right now. We have uh, a bunch of clones already. And we also have a clone nursery in OKC, or my wife has a clone nursery. 
there. So these are all for the Oklahoma medical cannabis commercial market and for, for here at our farm. Yeah, n- nice, big, healthy moms in here. A little, uh, you know, setup and schematics you got in the room. The plants seem to really like it with the, the lights, fans, well-ducted AC. You got it nice and insulated. Electric work is uh, really uniform and clean. Oh, yeah, the AC just kicked off. It's a lot quiet in here now, huh? Oh, it is, man. Yeah, we turned all the fans off so we could have this episode here. But it, you can feel the light intensity, but the room's holding temperature pretty good. Yeah, it's holding temperature great. We struggle with some of the AC, man. We got an AC guy. He came in here. I would never recommend him. He he, <laughs> he put all of this equipment in for us. It looked pretty. All the angles were almost right and straight. And then it, then it just didn't work. Why, why was that? You know, they, they didn't do the math properly on the ducking size. They had one of the units wired on heat when it should be on cool. So one unit was coming on Jesus. heat when everything was coming on uh, cool. Right. This is redone now? Yeah. And then I, I, got, I got some other guys that, that uh, actually work with us over at Greener Group. They kind of redesigned the system they had here. They pulled in this main plenum right here. They pulled off these vents like directly off the side. Right. They calculated all of the airflow that was supposed to go through here. And the previous guy didn't do any of that. Fortunately, I got the the right HVACs and, and all of that was specced out. But... My guy came in, he's an engineer, he engineers HVAC stuff and, you know, it's, it, he just kind of did it for a favor and retuned all this stuff in, retuned all my HVACs and man, it's been, it's been working flawlessly ever since then. No, it looks beautiful. Um, when you were saying earlier, I was kind of like, well, you know, it's, it looks great in here, but that you said the other guy came in and did this, but yeah, he did a, uh. You did a great job. Yeah, we, we added in all of this uh, soft ducking on here, right, where we had to, and some back here and back here uh, where the other guy didn't quite calculate for the steel ducking. But, yeah, man, testament in, like, getting a, a, a poor quality contractor, even though they can, like, talk a big game and they look good and their truck looks clean <laughs> and they got a pin in their shirt does not mean that they really know what they're doing. Oh, I know. Uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, that's definitely not the case. Um, but you do get a good one, though. You know, you got you to gotta hold on to them because um, in a lot of those cases, you know, especially people who aren't familiar, like and have experience actually doing, you know, setting up a grow room. It's just like a regular HVAC guy kind of winging it or whatnot. There is a sp- specific, you know, equation as far as like, you know, your square footage, how many lights, you know, all that that goes into it. So somebody who's like familiar with that and can, you know, have the, the correct formula to build out a grow room to where it needs to be and keep the environmental controls, uh, you know, sound. That's, uh, you know, somebody you definitely want to hold on to. And there's a lot of people out there that think they know, but, you know, their work proves otherwise. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and many, uh, many people just know, know experience in cannabis and, you know, they, they, they don't really look at this for what it is, right? They either think they know better or they, they, they won't observe the situation because, you know, oftentimes I find these people that come with this arrogance or entitlement of not being involved with cannabis. Yeah. No. Right. <laughs> and it, it seems like a lot of those type of guys, too, uh, always got a better way. Uh, you know, they, yeah, they can yeah, do this yeah. or prove that. But uh, yeah. let's jack this thing up, man. I'm going to pull the catalytic converter <laughs> off so we get a little bit more flow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Straight up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 
No, man, my cousin, he'll pass your smog. No problem. <laughs> that's hilarious, man. Oh, true story. True story. Yeah, 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 that's wild. I would say, man, you know, the uh, sometimes experience and stuff like that and just, you know, knowing it, you know, uh, you know, outweighs what, you, what somebody would think. I mean, until you're actually, you know, doing it yourself and have R&D to know what works and not. And it's, you know, it's always looking for ways to improve. But, you know, um, you know, it's all through trial and error and, you know, you got to actually do it. So there's a lot of good ideas out there people have. But, you know, until you try it, you never know. And a lot of times people try new stuff and it doesn't work, you know. Yeah, right. And, you know, uh, we're paying for it. So uh, I don't, I don't want to have an experiment if I can and. You know, oh hey, speak about something that's held the testament of time. Georgia Pine, right here, aka Gills Nils, or Gills Nils, aka Georgia Pine. Man, this uh, is from the Swamp Boys. I love this weed. It is just incredible growing. I love to smoke it. It's got zero name. It doesn't look like much of anything. Makes great water hash. Yields yields good too. I mean, it's just it's just greasy as I move my hands over it. Like, oh man, this stuff is great. I really love it. It's an she's old a, school. She's a happy girl right there too. Yeah, we were talking about the fans earlier, man. And so I don't have any horizontal fans here. I don't have any wall mount fans, yeah. right? You pointed this out, yeah. and you asked me how what I thought about uh, the the way I had my fans going. And what's going on here is we have all of our fans. They're blowing horizontally, right under the lights on the ceiling. You can check this video out or Instagram out on YouTube or on Instagram and you can see what we're talking about uh, and it, it circulates the air right and that's the principle we're going we're trying to circulate all of the cool air coming down from the HVAC we're trying to blow the hot air from the lights around the room and and cause the air in a, in a circular motion to, to start to move and, and there's no direct fans on any of these buds right no I know that's the first thing I noticed what I was asking you about. I know a lot of people are kind of starting to move the fans up to the ceiling and move in air like that. And I was wondering what you thought, but uh, I can really see the difference from when it turned on to not. Um, I mean, it stirs it up great when it had actually having like an oscillating fan on the wall and kind of hitting the plants and stuff. Uh, you know, those they, oscillators take up so much room, man. Yeah, they, they, they do. And then, um, you know, they blow directly on your plants, which can, you know, cause some, uh, you know, burns or, uh, you know, stuff like that on your plants. But uh, I really like the way you got it set up like that. And I mean, I, I could definitely feel the airflow. All the plants were moving. It seemed like uh, pretty much all the room was like circulating the room where it was to emulate just like that without having, uh, like you said, take up space or, uh, you know, have a you know fan blowing directly on your plants, especially those plants close to the wall, you know? It's still loud. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely loud. Um, so you liking the way that's working so far? Yeah, so yeah. Oh, man, it works great. When you do the math, though, it only says it should have like 12 fans in here, or maybe even nine. But like the reality is we have like 18 yeah, or maybe at least, 20. At least, so it looks like at least 15. Yeah, yeah. let's count them. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five. I think there's 26. Thanks. Yeah. That's a lot. But it's uh, that one, two, one, two, three. I can't count, man. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, well that time I got nineteen. How much you got? I got nineteen then. <laughs> that looks about right. I'll take your word on that right there. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, we, we, we threw a couple random ones in here, so the math doesn't quite work out. We got six over here. We got three in the middle. And then we've got eight over here. There, there, there it is. Nineteen. No, I, I like that setup a lot. I, I, I was kind of looking into, you know, it seems like I was saying earlier, a lot of people switch into the blow in air with the fans up, you know, up top. I'm going to probably give it a whirl myself, see how I work it out, you know, try in the room, see how it does. But it seems to be working great for you, Chip. Yeah, man. We've been doing it for years. We build rooms this way for Greener Group all the time and for other people. And, you know, if you're if you're building out a new room, it really does help in your square footage. I really don't like the oscillating fans. Just one more thing that's going to move, that's going to that's gonna break. Or you just got to pay a million bucks for the oscillating fans. There's just no easy way around it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, uh, in the hydroponic industry, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of this. Cultivate Colorado, Cultivate OKC. Like, and, you know, our distributors have been selling us these fans. We, you know, have been promoting them. They're inexpensive fans, but they're just not that great. And, and people come in and demand an inexpensive fan, and, and that's what they're going to get is is a wall fan that might not have the best performance, mm-hmm. right? You pay a little bit more for these, you know, steel 18-inch, you know, hanging fans, and, it you know, it pay, I'll ne- I won't replace these. Yeah, and it seems like it pushes more air, you know, especially up top like that. Um, definitely more powerful, you know? Yeah, a- a- absolutely. So when you were building your recent room here, like, what, what were some of the, the things that surprised you, the, like, ideas you had about the, the way you were going to build it and the, and the way that it ended out? Some, some stuff that was, like, surprising. Um, you know, honestly, when we first set up uh, the new rooms that we built out in that, the, the back building, the one that you came over and toured uh, that one time, you know, we had it set up to try to, like, work toward the room because we had, like, limited space and we wanted to try to make as many rooms as we could or whatnot. So, in, in a sense, we kind of had an overlit room, but um, the way it was, like, set out. But then we tried to put some, uh, you know, science behind it, checking, you know, the lumens or whatnot. And uh, we kind of had to go back and, you know, set up the rows a little bit better, have a... It, doesn't look as like crisp but it's like better for the room as far as like square footage and uh having a a good light spread over the canopy i would say also too we kind of had to position some uh you know duct work in some some of our uh our uh original rooms that we started with or whatnot you know added quite a bit of duct work to try to help with some like hot spots we were occurring and some like microclimates you know when we uh you know, added that type of airflow to it, it was able to kind of mitigate a lot of those issues. But uh, I think it's one of the things really any grower, um, you know, different techniques come out, they see a buddy that's doing something different. I think it's always good to try to improve on whatever you can or whatnot. I know some stuff that we're kind of looking to at Jive, we're looking into, you know, going into maybe doing some like table and trellising instead of, uh, you know, doing some staking, maybe even looking into uh, some- Oh yeah, man, I'm wait. I've got all the tra- all the tables just came in for this room. Yeah. This room is made is gonna. Well, we'll we got some construction, and I got some stuff to clean up after I built, and we'll go into that in a minute. But we're gonna put tables throughout this whole thing. It's going to look super crisp when you get those tables. Yeah, you know, one of the things I talk to people about putting a grow room together, and we just talked about the things that didn't quite work out, is you need to plan for that in your construction, Mm -hmm. right? You can get competent people. People can think about things. But, like, you know, unless, like, every room is a package, and they never are. People want to use different controllers. Electricians use different equipment. I only use Square D, right? Like, you know, like stuff like that. 
and I actually I do I only use QWERTY <laughs> um, people use different controllers like it, it it all ends up being different so this room specifically you can see all of my thermostats the electrician thought it was a, it was was good to put them all in one spot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So all my all my thermostats for the room, the dehumidifier, the the dehum the dehumostat, all of them there, the all five that's thermostats. Your, that's where your sensors are at. Yeah, that's Did for my all it? sensors. Oh my god. <laughs> right. right. So I, you know I'm gonna have to pull all those out, yeah. and I'm gonna place them on each each one of the corners, yeah. basically, and then just one in the middle yeah i'll put them in on two stages at least then yeah right so that way two of them will come on and three of them will come on right that sounds like a good setup right there right right but uh that's not the way it's set up right now yeah. but if i had come in here go 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 put the tables in go 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 you know i would have fucked up because the hvac didn't work mm -hmm. right, right yeah that. yeah right and then and then and now i've been growing in here for a little bit because this is just a mom room it and now i'm like okay i need to change and this didn't work out quite well for me and i'm able to like dial it in yeah i mean that that's the thing about always kind of improving your techniques and dialing it in and uh you know any way you can any any way you can improve in that you want to you know try to improve from harvest to harvest you know um you definitely put of uh you know a lot of time and effort in uh you know, to grow in it and you want to be able to have the right tools to, to make you succeed. And if there's, you know, better stuff you can do, you always want to improve it, you know, the, the best you can, you know. Hey guys, just a quick break to tell you about Cultivate OKC, Cultivate Colorado. You know, I got into the uh, hydroponic supply business in um, 2009. I had wanted to open up a retail hydroponic store for years, and I, I was already making potting soil at that point, maybe some fertilizers and some other stuff I was into. You know, I ha hadn't opened up a retail shop, and I got this opportunity to open one up in California right as I was fixing to open up down in Riverside. Colorado came along, ended up being better, bigger opportunity opened up our Colorado stores and, you know, man, it's just, we've been off to the races ever since. Now we're in Colorado and in Oklahoma, we ship all over the country and even the world, man. It's amazing that the people that call us, contact us, that, that needs, that needs some, some, some equipment to grow uh, their fine cannabis with. So if you need any help, any equipment if you want to come to a great grow store where people uh, don't judge you we're not click oriented we're just there to help you grow man come see us at cultivate cultivate colorado we're uh, on exit 206 i-25 we're also on the stapleton monaco exit there on uh, i-70 and down in Oklahoma City, our newest store and man, probably our nicest showroom right now is uh, we're um, uh, right on the corner of 10th and Meridian. So come check us out. 1101 North Meridian. Yeah, man. Got any questions about growing, no matter if you're big or small, just come on in. We'll be glad to chat with you. Hey guys, I know everyone who's listening. We all love the real dirt. I mean, I love the real dirt. But you know what I love even more than the real dirt is actually growing in dirt. That's right. Growers high porosity cocoa formula. That's my potting soil. Man, I've gone through so much 
trouble and research to build the cleanest, most effective potting soil for growing cannabis. Man, we built all this stuff inside. I break all the pallets, all the raw materials down on on the morning. I push it through our machine. We use a series of conveyor belts. There's no cross-contamination. Everything's machine mixed. It's all made and, and, and uh, mixed by volume. It goes directly into a bag. By the end of the day, everything that we started at the start of the day, all the raw materials, they've turned into bagged product that's all stored inside. Now, the, the importance of this is many, many other, every other potting soil company, they don't do it like that. Here's how they do it. They take their raw materials, whether it's cocoa, peat, perlite, forest humus, compost, sand, whatever they got, and they make a huge pile of it outside with big industrial equipment. They use tons of diesel to do this, tons of diesel fuel on the grinders, on the screeners, on the loaders, and they they leave these huge piles out that's just like a petri dish for cross-contamination from weeds, seeds, bugs, whatever, whatever is uh, capable of living in it. And, and, and it does, and it will. And then they take these piles and they bring them into another facility that's probably also not indoors. Very few of them are. They're usually covered tin sheds or something like that. And uh, they, they bag up the potting soil. They wrap it up, pallet it up clean it off nice and pretty and then when it gets shipped to you you think it's this great product but in reality it's just like some dirt on the ground that people have shoveled up and put it in a nice plastic bag and the potential for it to be full with everything from root aphids to fungus gnats to to contaminants it's just it's it's mind-boggling actually at how bad it could be and it's really not that bad comparatively but our product is so clean we go through so much trouble from the RO water to the clean cement to the way that we move all this product around with conveyor belts instead of using big loaders. I mean, I've been making potting soil most of my adult life, and I am now using one-tenth of the petroleum products to make this potting soil. One-tenth, and that's almost all in diesel fuel, all in propane with forklifts. Because of the way that we've situated our plant and and, you know, made it this really great, environmentally friendly, weed, bug, seed free product. So check it out, man. Growers, Coco.com. Hop on your computer right now. Go to Growers, Coco.com. Check out our website. If we're not in your community, Ask your local grow store. He can get it in. If you're in Colorado or in Oklahoma, man, come to some Cultivates, and we definitely got it. Thanks, guys, and let's get back to the episode. You know, I was really going for function over fashion in this room. It's a little there's it's a little there's a little ugly spots here or there to it, but uh, it's going to be a sea of bud in here soon enough. When we turn this to like an indoor room in the future, where uh, you know the math I believe is we'll put tables in here and you know then like a thousand plants or something and and uh, it should get two and a half ounces a, a, a plant is, is kind of I think the goal with still like not packed in yeah. or still being able to walk around yeah. no that sounds good I mean it's a good setup right there what uh what, what kind of tables are you going with you know I believe I ended up 
with the um, the Hawthorne slash Botanicare tray tables. Benches. Yep, the rolling benches. Nice. Have you used those before? Yeah, we've got those, and we have the Hydro Farms. I actually like the Hydro Farms better, but there was a supply issue because right now we're in an international supply issue for for all products, right? And cannabis products are not, you know, any different. Yeah, and you're really starting to feel that now. A lot of people out of stuff, prices up. Yeah, I mean, it's been, been kind of hard to get like raw supplies, especially if you are either building out or if you need, you know, just your normal stuff, you know, dirt, you know, fertilizer, all that stuff seems to be, you know, kind of on, on uh, I guess, high demand. And also too, the supply chain's kind of been, uh, you know, down a little bit or whatnot. Man, it's uh, uh, no. There's an international shortage. Man, all of India has has a bunch of containers, and they've been shut down over COVID. Uh, China, Hong Kong, they've been shut down a bunch. Man, they've got less containers on the market for all the rest of the product. Right, uh, uh, all of our manufacturers were in a slight downturn slightly before COVID, and everybody started smoking tons of weed because they were unemployed and staying home, and they could smoke more weed. Right, <laughs> right. So our industry all went up. And now, like more people want bags of soil, more people want yeah. right, more people, more people. That's so, good though. yeah, that's, that's good though. It's all moving forward so fast, but like you know, we all want to expand, but we can't because we can't get Unistrut or we can't get this. Literally, just happened to me, or I couldn't get two by six steel framing, or you know, ACs are sixteen weeks out if you want to do any construction right now. That's yeah, that's crazy. So it, 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 it's hard all over. If you're building a grow room currently, you know, you, you should really plan everything way ahead of time. It's not going to work any way like it, it normally should. Yeah, you, you got to plan it proper because, uh, you know, stuff is so, uh, you know, behind now and going up in price and just not, you know, not readily available. But uh, you are right. Definitely. Uh, if you are planning something, you know, in, in the near future, you know, definitely at least get your material list in. You know, make sure it can get sourced or whatnot, because it is definitely hard to find, uh, you know, raw materials right now. Yeah, man. The, the My biggest uh, complaint about building this room, though, was um, that I couldn't build a bigger one. <laughs> hey, that's always that's always the number one problem. huh? <laughs> so, man, what, what would you what, what do you want to do on your next room? What, what, what are you going to do next time? You know, honestly, if, if, uh, you know, on, on a next room or next setup, I would say I would probably, you know, start fresh with tables, you know, move over to trellis. I would, uh, probably like to do some sort of fan setup like you got, like kind of, you know, go away from the, uh, the oscillating, uh, you know, the oscillating fans kind of do the fans setup like you got going on right now. And then, um, I know I'd probably say, you know, do some duck work kind of similar to this, you know, something that's going to have it where, uh, you know, the um, <laughs> where it can, uh, you know, not have a bunch of like microclimates and hot spots. Um, and then I don't know, I, uh, you know, look at like different products that are out there now that like, could be, you know, like DPS panels. Does that have advantages? You know, any kind of, uh, you know, like, you know, foam and insulation that could help out with keeping the climates, you know, dialed in and then, uh any kind of like, you know, stuff like troll masters, like maybe going to a pro or getting set up on, you know, water automation, doing stuff like that, you know, um, you know, probably different stuff like that. If I could, you know, do something else like that. Yeah. The, the troll master pro is definitely, uh, something I'd like, but I know, um, man, the internet's not great out here. Yeah, that is something you gotta, um, if the internet's not working, that's not working, you know, what about, uh, led vertical? 
Yeah, that's something, you know, LED is something I would like to, you know, try out a room or something like that at some point. I've been hearing, uh, you know, even if recently a lot of people are starting to switch over people who are, uh, you know, been HPS like in Suvius or whatnot and, you know, always regretted the switch. I feel like a lot of people are making it and having like good results. It'd be good to try to, you know, uh, give that a run, see how that goes. And then, um, you know, talking about like when vertical like stacking up or whatnot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Vertical stacks. I know, I know uh, that's something that we're kind of, you know, doing at Jive right now. In one of our bedrooms, we have a vertical stacked LEDs at the bottom and CMH is up top. You know, it definitely makes more room. You can have more, you know, put more plants on there, even if it's just for your one gallons or whatnot, free up some space. I know there's a lot of facilities. There's a facility I've heard about out here where they have, I want to say like a uh, hundred lights at the the top and the bottom. I, I would just like to see it myself, how like a workflow or day of that would go. Cause you know, setting that up and like, you know, how, what, what's it's like beneficial. To, yeah. It's absolutely high labor. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's advantages to it and there's disadvantages to it. That's for sure. You're going to, you know, grow twice as much or three times as much weed, mm-hmm. but it's going to take that much more effort to mm-hmm. do it as well. Yeah. Right. It's not just like, you know, growing three times more weed horizontally. It's like that much more difficult because now it's on ladders. Yeah. Right. No, that's understandable. Right. Right. But it can be done and the LEDs grow great weed and it's just the expense. And, and I look forward my, 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 uh, my next my next build. Um, <laughs> There's always a next one. My huh? next build. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Straight up. Huh? That's funny. Yeah, man. So uh, look at, check out this Mac, man. Check out this Mac one. This Mac one. It grows funky, huh? Do you know this plant? I don't. I've never actually grown it. I know it's been really popular. Uh, the weed I've seen from it's been amazing. It can be pretty good. Our it didn't fill out so much, but uh, it's really stony and it it's it's it smells incredible. No, definitely. It's got a nice look to it too. I've never actually seen it like in garden in person, but uh, it's a de- definitely a beautiful looking plant. Just looks super happy right there too. Yeah, it uh, it's got a weird growth pattern, man. It's real slow. It's real slow until yeah, that, that, until it's not. Yeah. Does it does it seem to catch up with everything else, or is it kind of okay? Like- hey, check it out. Those are uh, those are cookies and cream, right? Those plants over there, and these are the Mac ones. These were started, you know, the same time as those. Were those smaller when they were? No, it was all the same size, all the same cutting, all the same cutting day. Right. All of this came out on the same cut. Well, uh, okay, actually, that's not true. The stuff in the middle, this all came out on a week later cutting day. But everything else, all these taller plants, all on this side, that was all the same day. Right. So, but but the Mac, it grew so slow initially. It really exploded then because it's... It exploded. Now it's bigger. It's like probably one of the taller plants in the room, yeah. honestly, besides these one in the corner over here on the yeah. left. Yeah, but you just gotta baby it. You gotta you gotta watch the water. You gotta you gotta really work on that initial transplant and root bound it out, and then transplant it again and root bound it out, and like, and 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 now it's happy. Definitely look good. How does she uh, how does she do outdoor? It did great, man. I'm really I'm we're gonna make a bunch of crosses of it this year. You know, we we've got 28 different flavors so far. We've planted. And then we've got about seven returning, seven returning ones. Is seven or five? We've got we've got Granddaddy Dog, we've got Purple Punch. Don't hate on me. We got Trainwreck. I've got Georgia Pine. We've got Mac One, and then uh, we've got Cookies and Cream. That's right. 
Yeah. Nice little lineup right there. Yeah, I got a couple other melonades in here someplace, and you gonna rerun uh, that uh, like sherbdosies or any of that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We're gonna run a, a, a bunch of sherbdosies. Does we're gonna run a bunch of lemon G thirteen dosy does. I'm gonna do some. Uh, oh man, the 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 list is epic. I got a ton of Hawaiian strains. Um, I figured like, hey. Where's the human, but they grow dank wheat. Oh, Hawaii. So I called up my Hawaiian homies, and they were like, oh, hey, I live in Oklahoma now. <laughs> Straight up. It seems like, seems like everybody's out here now, huh? Yeah, totally. And uh, Hawaii has some good strands. I've always had some pretty good Hawaiian weed, man. Oh, man, I got, I got, I traded, like, all of the originals, man. Uh, the Molokai Frost, the Puna, the, the Tar, the... The Tisnang, I got a bunch of originals, and then those crossed, right? And then I've got also like some other modern like Dutch strains crossed with local strains as as well. Oh, that's badass. Yeah, yeah, we got about twelve or thirteen of those. We went heavy on R and D on that. So that's awesome. I'm interested to see what those look like when they're done. And then I think we have every something out of some amount out of the whole archive flat, uh, archive catalog, probably like 80 or 100 of almost everything that he's produced the past. I've been collecting them for the past couple of years, and we're, we're putting all that out. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Can't wait to see those. And then, man, that my my buddy Shay, Sean up at Seven Hundred Seven Seeds, we got we've got his whole collection of seeds going to probably you know, I said twenty eight, that number's nowhere right because I'm I'm calculating like forty two or something inside my head now. <laughs> we've got like all of the 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 NorCal clones, all of the flavors, all crossed with this. Uh, um, really hardy Kush cleaner. That's a, a proven outdoor strain. A great indoor strain. Wash is great. We've got it crossed with, with pretty much everything. Uh, it sounds like y'all been busy, huh? No, we're, we're gonna be. We just par- popped all these. We we'll have yeah. to come back <laughs> later on. Um, but mass pheno hunt. We're like, uh, I got a cell culture lab. We're building over here in the other building this year. And so yeah. by the fall time, that's all going to be ready. And we're going to have our online uh, a lab here where we'll be able to like test like nuggets as we go, plants as we go. And we're like, okay, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> hey, that's badass. Yeah. I can't wait to see that in action. Yeah, no doubt, man. I tell you, you know, my biggest problem with it all here. Man, I, I really need some good, solid people to work. I know. I hear you on that. Um, we should start an employment agency. Oh, hey, <laughs> if 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 you want a job in the cannabis industry, but you got you got you got to like be able to like one, be work well with others, two, work hard all day, three, have like zero ego and only admiration for the plant man i think you could probably get a job with either one of us right now right easily easily or other people here in oklahoma that sounds call us first yeah (laughs) definitely call us first but if you have all those attributes definitely yeah absolutely man like you know you got to be able to pick up 50 pounds and do it all day in the sun right you got to be able to like stand under like 60,000 watts 100,000 watts of light and then also too uh you know no two you can't really have like a kind of a normal work day it kind of got to got to be on the garden time you know like uh it's not not your traditional work day you know kind of got to work around the plants you know 
yes, some sometimes it's like, oh, middle of the day, we had to shut down for this reason. If you want the hours, you can come back later. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Or for me, outdoor, like we do a lot of work here, but you know, greenhouse. It's we we grow up until December and process up until March this year. But there were some weeks where we're like, huh, what are we gonna do? And you know, we, we had to find some stuff, but now this time of year, I told the guys work as late as you want. Yeah. No, it's yeah, straight up. Uh, it seems like you said, there's those times where there's that down period. You can always find stuff to do. I mean, any one of us could find something for somebody to do. There's always work to do, but, uh, yeah, I mean, it definitely the busy season. Um, I'm the same way. I mean, we got, uh, you know, we will have our you know slow week or so here and there. And then it just seems like you don't have enough people some weeks, you know, just depending on where you're at in a cycle, you know? Well, you know, I saw just last week on one of the uh, major news networks that 300,000 people are now employed in the cannabis industry throughout the U.S. Can you believe that, man? That, that's incredible. I love hearing those type of numbers, you know. 300,000 people. And nobody just continues to, to rise uh, on top of that, you know. Oh, man, that's like 1% of the population or something, right? What's the math? Can, can I, hey, can I get a statistics check on that? <laughs> here, we're going to, we'll, we'll be back with you here in a minute. But no, seriously, if you want a job, look us up. Yeah. Look me up first. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> it's my show, bro. Uh, I'm just, you know, I'm sorry. I can't, can't argue with you on that. Yeah, yeah, no, we're looking for experienced cannabis people that either live in Oklahoma or were interested in moving here. We pay in an honest wage for an honest day's work. You know, both of us are good people, and we're looking for, for all types of uh all types of, uh, of people. You can you can drop my resume for fro or for chip at therealdirt.com. You can look on the website and it'll, it'll, it'll be a little thing someplace that'll say like resume and you just like <laughs> point that and like you can drop your resume in. Hey, that sounds like a plan right there. It could say like help wanted. It could say like employment opportunities. You know, word to the wise too, it'd probably be the funnest job you ever had, huh? Dude, it, yeah, it's if you like, especially if you like weed. There's nothing better than working around weed plants all day. Yeah, yeah. You don't get to smoke weed all day, but you definitely get to play with weed all day, right? Yeah, straight up. Right, right. Damn, man, this has been another fabulous episode here on the Real Dirt. It's almost like the Real Dirt with Fro. That's how I should start saying it. Like it's because, like, like you know, we know I'm the Real Dirt, but it's like it's the Real Dirt with. All right, another episode. Here we are. It's the Real Dirt, and today's Real Dirt. We're with Fro. I love it. I love it. All right, here I'm gonna start it over. All right, it's the Real Dirt. Here there is another episode of the Real Dirt. My name's Chip, and this Real Dirt we're with Fro. It's the Real Dirt with Fro. I'm gonna have to work on it. I like the way that sounded so far. I like I like to start. I know I had last episode I had a song. Right. Yeah, that <laughs> that song was awesome, man. You had some great weed there, man. I hope you brought some good weed this time, man. Always. Uh, I, I definitely got a backpack full for you, Chip. Well, we'll have to uh, we'll have to go up into the private residence after this and check it out. So, thanks for joining us on the Real Dirt. You can download this episode and others at therealdirt.com. Please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your favorite podcast and make sure real dirt is one of those and hey also check me out on youtube i've just started a real dirt youtube channel over there we, we've got about 500 or a thousand followers and you too could be one if you're not now please 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 join my youtube channel please real dirt <laughs>